I still haven't heard the end of it. I got Flex to help me actually put the must into the tank with a five litre beaker. Five litre. Pour it in through the dry the hot port. Scooping it out. Nearly killed the poor fellow. I yeah. think he actually had hair back then too. I did. So that might have been the end. Of yeah, it. definitely. G'day listeners, it's your host Matt here and I'd like to welcome you all to another episode of the Revel Brewing Show. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, we're coming to you from Balimba in Brisbane, Australia and we discuss all aspects of the culture that encapsulates independent craft beer. We have a special treat for you on this episode as we feature Matt Wenk from Smidge Wines. We've collaborated with Matt on beers before, but this time he was part of our very first wine, the Revel Rosé. Following on from our Montepulciano IPA collab in previous years, we're also releasing, with the help of Matt again, the Rosé IPA. So have a listen to this episode and then go out there and pick up a bottle of each and tell us which one you love the most. Without further ado, roll the intro. Bit of Dutch courage. Everyone have a beer. After eight beers each. Well oiled. Hi guys, and welcome to a special edition of A Beer With The Brewer. And we brought along the winemaker as well this time. So, Matty Wenk from uh, Smidge Wines and St. Brioche. How are you today, mate? Very well, thanks, Lex. Mate, no problem at all. Matty, always a pleasure. Oh, mate, I love it. Hey, it's good to be fresh here. Fresh in the morning, isn't fresh it? Fresh in the morning. It is a bit fresh. I'm <laughs> saying we don't normally do them at this hour of the morning, but no. here we are. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So today we are here and we're going to talk about um, this special collaboration that we do kind of year on year with Maddie um, down from McLaren, down at McLaren Vale. Um, probably most of you uh, know the collaboration as our Montepulciano IPA. Um, and this time we have uh, changed it up a little bit and we have uh, used Cabernet uh, grapes instead, which I think has turned out Pretty fantastic, um, in my opinion. Um, and also, uh, Maddie put the challenge out to Maddie Cuthbert. So, <laughs> as you can tell, there's three mats here today um, to uh, make a wine side by side and uh, see how that comes out. So today we do have a Cabernet, a natural uh, rosé. So it is slightly a little bit um, cloudy on that, so it's not totally filtered. Um, and then also the uh, Rosé IPA. So, Matty, just to start off with you, mate, the winemaker. Yes. Tell us a little bit about uh, your history uh, and how you came along to making some wine and um, I guess what, what probably was one of your favourite wines and... I guess we can taste this and, and uh, get your professional opinion on oh, it also. Oh. <laughs> on the spot. Just to throw Maddie under the bus and put yeah, you on the yeah. spot. So Don't do that. It's <laughs> my first try. <laughs> I'll cut a long story short. Um, I worked, my, um, worked in the, the Adelaide Hills, mm-hmm. putting vineyard develop, doing some vineyard development uh, years ago and enjoyed it and uh, had a bit of a science background from school days. And so I uh, ended up at Roseworthy Agricultural College yep. in the uh, early 90s. And... Um, really enjoyed it, and uh, that was a four-year degree. Then started working the hills, worked over in California, we're in France, mm-hmm. um, Clarenvale, um, Hunter Valley, and uh, started my own business in 2002. 
um, just on the side, a bit of a project, then worked at Two Hands Wines as their winemaker for 11 years mm -hmm. in the Barossa Valley. And um, yeah, after 11 years there, focused on the Smidge slash St. Brioc yeah. brands. And uh, then we crossed paths, I think you were in Sydney originally. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, uh, what, three years ago, we started the collaboration yeah. and um, yeah, using Montepulciano to start with, but now obviously with the, the double whammy, doing the wine and the beer or the Cabernet was, uh, yeah, we thought we'd change it up a bit and, yeah. and uh, here we are. Fantastic. Well, Matty, you, uh, I've sampled plenty of your wines <laughs> and I can guarantee you they are just some of the top wines oh, uh, floating around. Are. I absolutely love them. So, Without further ado, should we have a... Should we have... <laughs> what, what should we go first? Should we go for the wine since the winemaker just had a, had a speak? Certainly. All right. So um, I guess you could probably talk a little bit more on this as a, a natural rosé. Uh, well, we um, uh, obviously Matt's got the, the brewing experience and I have the wine experience. So we sort of, uh, I emailed him a few pointers and what have you. And yeah. uh, uh, it's, there's a great little, um, I suppose, a process that you go through to get from A to B. Mm. And the, obviously um, brewing and, and winemaking is very similar that we're converting sugar to alcohol in some shape or form. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously it's a little bit cloudy. I think you've still got it chilling and it will settle. Yeah, that's right. It's still quite fresh, so. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a bit of yeastiness on it, but there's lovely sort of fruit weight and mm. uh, a beautiful dry style and fresh and good acidity. And oh, it's 20, 20, 25 <coughs> degrees today and tomorrow we've got the, uh, the party tomorrow. So yeah, I think um, it's going to be perfect for that kind of weather. Absolutely. Perfect rosé weather. Absolutely. So I guess a step back, we spoke briefly about the concept. Um, we've made the Montepulciano IPA the last two years. Mm -hmm. So in terms of making the beer, uh, we make a, I guess, an IPA base, uh, pretty light base for an IPA. Yeah. And then the first time we did it, I got a little bit confused. I thought we we're getting juice. Um, and <laughs> yeah, then yeah. it was... You cursed me for a while. I think it was the Thursday before Easter and you and I were standing out the back here at Oxford Street. We said, yeah, we'll just this, this in. big 200 litre um, drum, I guess. It comes in, yeah. and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out it was grape must. So basically, that's the grapes half crushed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. And we're like, well, this is going to wait until after Easter. Yes. <laughs> so put it we went away for Easter, put it in the fridge. Thankfully, it didn't ferment in the meantime, which can happen. Yep. Um, and then I still haven't heard the end of it. I got Flex to help me actually put the must into the tank. Yeah. I was just explaining how we do it. It's quite rudimentary. It's with a five-litre beaker, we pour it in through the up dry the hot port, so you're up the ladder. Nearly killed the poor fellow. I yeah. think you actually had hair back then. Too, I did. So that might have been the end. Of yeah, it. definitely. Then <laughs> ended up complaining for the next six months, or at least until the beer came out. Yeah, I know. Then it tasted, and it was like, so yeah, we this is not worth it. Didn't really sort of know what was going to happen. It was quite experimental, I guess. Mm. Um, and then we looked at it, and it looked very similar to this. I was like, "Wow, that looks awesome." So it's picked up all the colour from the must, yep. um, which is the grape skin, so how a lot of red wine gets its colour. Mm -hmm. um, and then the flavour was beautiful. It was like, really tasted like a beer and a wine at the same time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the first one. Then we did the same thing last year. At least we knew what we were expecting with the must rolling <laughs> exactly, in. Exactly, so yeah. I think I got Jimmy, who was working for us at the time, to yep. help me. He did a lot less complaining. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got it done. And then this year we're like, all right, what can we do to sort of um, expand on it again? So it'd be really cool to make the wine mm. side by side with the same grape. 
Um, and I don't think you had enough Monty. I think that was why we went to the Cabernet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want you not to be able to make your own Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I could uh, have a crack at it. Um, and then we used the Cabernet, which has come out really nice. So Cabernet grapes, and we're calling it a rosé. Mm. And I think we had spoke before that what your preference was, but we both agreed that the wines or the beers were different. Yeah, exactly. Like so I guess it's a little bit like a vintage of wine where they're always a little bit different, different fruit. Um, Definitely. Get a bit of a different outcome. So yeah. But yeah, doing it side by side, the colour obviously is quite similar. Yeah, very similar. Um, we've just pulled these straight out of the fermenter, so they need a little bit more time, particularly the wine on chill, and that'll brighten up mm -hmm. or clear up, um, and that'll look beautiful. So we're going to bottle that, and we're also going to put it in kegs, so pour it here at the brewery. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Something new for us. Definitely. Um, I think that's pretty common in South Australia, pouring wine on tap. Yeah, they are starting to appear around the place. I yeah. haven't seen it much in Queensland, so no. it'll be a bit of a... A new thing, I guess, for us. Um, Start the trend. Yeah, <laughs> someone's got it. Exactly, and um, yeah, um, our also like our, our label designer and, and things like that. Another Matt, Matt uh, Vergottas. Um, he has done some fantastic uh, labels for this type of beer that really kind of pop. And yeah. um, I guess you'll see it on some social medias, and also if you're in the in the um, in the brewery um, on the wines and, and things like that. It's just it really, really just lifts this uh this wine and also uh this this ipa uh that we've done as well so we're really really proud of every single element um that's come together on this on this project so and it's good to um collaborate with some really fantastic uh producers as well and winemakers um makes our kind of life a lot easier as well well we should also mention we got the privilege of going down to south australia we did we went out to matt's out in the mclaren vale mm -hmm which is pretty awesome. Sitting there in the uh, autumnal sunshine. Yes, so, oh, there we go. <laughs> which was, I think was late harvest by yeah. that point. It was near the end of the Yeah, so I got yeah. to taste a few wines, eat some figs. Nice uh, prosciutto wrapped figs. So that was pretty yeah, cool. Sensational. <laughs> Very romantic weekend for Flex and I. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so. Yeah. I cramped their style. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty hard work getting down there and getting to check out the wineries. Yeah, it was a bit of a uh, splash and dash that weekend, yeah, it so it was really good though. Pleasure hosting you, boys. Yeah, so pretty cool. And now obviously you're coming up for the, I guess, the end result of what we'll put together. So definitely good to have you up here and see what we've created. Mm. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, Matty, this IPA, you said a little bit about it. It's kind of... It is very different than the Montepulciano as well. I think it has a, um, a lighter flavour profile on it um, and slightly less tannins probably at the end of it. Um, I think this year, based on the first two we had done, I think people sort of like the first rendition a little bit more. It was yep. a little bit lighter bodied. So the actual base beer, I tried to make it a bit lighter, I guess, yep. um, in terms of body. And so the actual grapes did really stand out. Mm. Um, and then obviously, you can probably explain better than I, the Cabernet compared to Monty in terms of the flavour profile of the grape. Yeah, uh, and, and a warmer year like we've had this year as well, Monty would be a lot juicier, which is very similar to last year. Um, but uh, Cabernet, yeah, a bit more refined uh, from McLaren Vale, that is, yep. um, I believe. And... Cabernet in a warmer region, the tannins do seem to ripen a bit better and a bit more subtle and more approachable, whereas Montepulciano, those Italian reds, no matter where they're really grown, it's all about acid and tannin profile. Mm, yeah. And as you there's obviously different varieties from Italy have different levels of it, but Monty's sort of in, at least in sort of the top half of the, that range of um, intensity. So 
yeah, seeing that, as you're saying, that the tannins you think of this are a bit softer, whereas, yeah. yeah, the Cabernet tannins in a warmer region do tend to ripen and a little bit more rounded and not as pronounced. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, and... Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And creamier this year as well. Yeah. And you thought, what did you say earlier? You think you well, I think it's picked up a lot of protein from the grapes, like the, being on the skins for so long. Mm. Uh, last year, I think it only sat on the grapes uh, three or four days. Okay. Whereas this has probably been in tank for a month. Yeah. Um, because we haven't had the time pressure here. Um, and I think because of that, it looks beautiful. You poured that 15, 20 minutes ago. It's still got a nice white sort of foam on it. Yeah. So protein is a massive thing in foam. So any beer needs protein to sort of hold the foam. Okay, um, and I really think the grapes has added to that. That's what's got that beautiful sort of white head and lacing. And really fine bubbles, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's almost like it's been on nitro. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. The mouthfeel and texture of it is lovely. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I'm like, with this, I think I pick up like maybe some strawberries and some raspberry type of... Mm. Subtle red fruits. Yeah, really, really nice. Yeah, I'll try and pick the Cabernet on the earlier side, not to be too green or anything, mm -hmm. but with the Cabernet in a warmer, well, it's actually quite a cool year down. We had La Nina weather pattern down in McNamara yep. this year, yep. but we thankfully didn't have the rain that often comes with it. And oh, some days, you'd, oh, some weeks, we had a maximum temperature of 23, 24 degrees, mm -hmm. which is quite unheard of through sort of February, March yep. and early April. Um, we didn't have any days over 40, so it is probably that more red fruit profile, whereas it is a bit warmer, often you go move into the purple sort of fruit spectrum with Cabernet. Yeah. Um, some type of McLaren Vale, that is. But, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's reflecting exactly, and it's interesting what I've got down the winery as well. Mm. So. It'll be interesting to try it, compared to my attempt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we were, I didn't make rosé this year, so it would be slightly different. But yeah. I think if we had all three lined up, yeah. Um, there'd be good. some similarities yeah. there too. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So yeah, in actually making the wine, obviously I took a bit of advice from you because of something new I've never done. Yeah. Made cider, which I guess is similar-ish, yes. being a, a simple sugar, fructose, apples. Um, and I actually thought I could just pitch it with beer yeast. Um, and it turns out that didn't work that well. <laughs> so it's a nice long uh, fermentation. About two weeks into the ferment, I'm like, shit, this isn't really doing much. <laughs> yep. um, so I went, had to source some wine yeast off a, a different supplier that I don't normally use yeah. um, and then pitched that into it and that sort of got it going again. And then if we didn't have the launch tomorrow, we had the event already locked in, so I'm like, I need to hurry this up again. <laughs> so I had to go and get a bit more yeast out of an active fermentation yeah. at the other brewery. Kick and it along again. Saturday morning here, I think it was just about to open, I was up on the ladder pouring in more yeast into the tank just to finish it in time. Perfect. So we scraped in by about two days, I reckon. Well, I mean, I mean, you're getting a, uh, getting a little bit known for your uh, multiple fermentation <laughs> yeah. pitches. Uh, we got the Belgian <laughs> that had about five. And now the wine has had a couple. What's next? I'm sort of like, well, at least one of these yeast has to ferment Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the, the funny thing is as well, I took a little four-litre glass fermenter that you do like little trial fermentations in and put it at the other brewery and just left it sit there and then I tested it it was drier and finished fermenting faster with no yeast put into it so it just naturally fermented quicker than the one I'd pitched three or four times so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's interesting <laughs> fermentation science but yeah no come out very well perfect I think yeah fresh and dry yeah. yeah so yeah it'd be good to see it in a week I think all that all a lot of that haze still got a little bit of yeast in it throwing that haze but mm -hmm. Really clean it up. Yep. And be yeah, very fresh. Yeah. Mate, absolutely beautiful 
uh, wine and also beer. Um, so much similarities in there, and I think that's what we're really kind of aiming for. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic. Matty, do you have anything else to say? No, that's, that's a, I think it's turned out well, and you're right. There's a lot of similarities and um, a great um, experiment. And mm. It's always a pleasure catching up with you boys and uh, doing the collaborations. Absolute pleasure. You'll be able to uh, get these from many stockists uh, out there. It's going to be very limited. Um, also, so uh, get in and get one of each and um, definitely side-by-side -side trial them. Um, let us know how it goes, what your thoughts are and everything like that because we would love um, your guys' opinions also. Um, but absolutely fantastic work, Maddie and Maddie. Thanks for uh, Maddie. Maddie. Yeah, <laughs> nice and easy when you've had a couple as well, so you don't have to remember too many uh, too many names. But um, guys, cheers. 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 Fantastic. Cheers, guys, and uh, enjoy. And we'll catch you next time. G'day, listeners. It's your host Matt here again, and I just want to say a quick thank you for listening to this episode. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page at Revel Brewing Co. Balimba, or send us a DM on Instagram. Our handle is at Revel Brewing Co, all one word. Again, if you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe on your podcast player to stay in the loop. If you're from the local Brisbane area, we'd love to see you in the brewery sometime in Oxford Street, Balimba. Until next time, remember, good people drink good beer.